Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Good afternoon and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always, we're here together working to improve our financial IQ. Total Wealth Academy is an education and coaching system where we teach people how to use real estate to build a second stream of income. We do this based off of Warren Buffett's point that you should always, you should never depend on a single source of income, a job. You should always invest to create a second stream of income. That way, when you lose your job, when you're fired, when you get a pay cut, when you're downsized, when you retire, you've got that income coming in. And he wasn't talking about stocks or gold or silver or crypto. He was talking about income-producing assets like real estate. So you have that income coming in every year because your bills come in, what, every year. You need income every year. Otherwise, you're hacking away at your savings and praying you die before you run out of money. Not a really good way to live. So that's what we do. We teach people, again, how to use real estate to build a second stream of income, either actively with single family homes or passively with apartment complexes, senior living complexes, self-storage, hotels. If it produces cash flow and it's real estate backed, we're investing in it. I want to start by going over something we did touch on a couple of times last week, but I'm putting together a infographic on this particular concept, and it's COI, or cost of inaction, cost of inaction. And people are just not understanding that when you procrastinate a couple of years, They think, well, I'm just losing, you know, the first couple of years, you're not very good at it. You may only make 20 grand the first year, 60 grand the second year, 80 grand the third year, 100 grand the fourth year. And they think, well, if I procrastinate, I'm just losing the 20 and the 60. If I procrastinate for two years, I'm just losing out on the first two years. But that's not how it works. You're losing years at the end. Let's say that you go out, you join Total Wealth Academy, and you start building a portfolio of single-family homes. And the first year, you may only buy two or three houses. Let's just say you buy two. Let's just say you buy one. And you make thirty grand in equity capture, and you got $500 a month positive cash flow. So the second year, you have a little more confidence. You've seen it work. So you have more courage and you do three deals the second year. Now you've picked up 90 grand in equity the second year and $1,500 a month cash flow. So now you're up to $2,000 a month in cash flow. Let's fast forward to the 10th year. You've got 40 houses. You're making about $20,000 a month 
in cash flow and you've got say oh what would that be three times four 1.2 million in equity it'd be more than that actually oh yeah it'd be way more than that I'm, I did it by four or is that right 1.2 let's just say it is 1.2 million in equity that you earned and then you're picking up about five houses a year that's 150,000 a year you're picking up. When you procrastinate a year or two years, two years in this example, you're losing the 150,000 a year because you don't get those other years at the end. That's what you're destroying. When you procrastinate, you're destroying the end of your life, not the current couple of years. So I'm working on an infographic and I'll finish that this weekend and offer it to you on Monday where you can email me and get it. I'll also have a link and I'll give that link out. Um, but when you see it, it's shocking. One guy, after he heard me talk about this on the show, emailed me and he said, I started at a very young age. Uh, I want to say it was something like 24, 25. He said, if I had procrastinated two years, I would have lost over $2.5 million. The guy is making about 1.25 a year. Now, I, I think he's in his 50s now. And he understands that's what he would have lost if he had procrastinated. So as you try to keep yourself motivated and you're encouraging yourself or maybe you and your spouse are trying to get active and start building some wealth, it's important to realize that you're losing way, way more than you think by procrastinating, by putting it off. See, what we're going to cover today is some questions that you should be asking yourself at the end of the year. Well, I do this every year. I was supposed to do it earlier in the month. But we're going to talk about some questions that you want to ask because 2022, 20, yeah, 2022 is over. It's gone. And people don't realize when I ask some of these questions, they don't even know how to answer them. They answer them incorrectly. So I wanna go over these questions and share with you how you should answer them. It is, how do you put this, of paramount importance that you ask these questions and give yourself the right answer. <laughs> answer it correctly. In other words, there's ways to answer this um, incorrectly, okay? Um, well, let, let's head into it. First off, again, we're what? A week away from 2023. One minute. And 2022 was really a good year for real estate investors. 2023 is going to be even better. 
so I'm not here going, oh, 2022 sucked, it was awful, or anything like that. Quite the contrary. 2022 was full of opportunity if you were in the right position. If you had a bad 2022, guess what? The decisions you made in the past put you in the wrong position. You should have done very, very well in 2022. And we'll talk about those questions when we come back from the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. There's an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And that is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that is going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars over the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, attend our free sample class at TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Radio Show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and we are talking about questions you should ask yourself at the end of 2022. So the first thing I want to focus on is making sure that, because I'm going to give you some homework at the end of this, here's a a few instructions about asking questions. They've got to be quality and they either have to be or followed by an actionable question. An actionable question. A question you can take action on. The quality of questions you ask yourself will determine the quality of your life and lead you down new paths. Who, what, when, where, how, why. The way that Tony Robbins puts it is that successful people ask better questions and as a result get better answers. I'll give you an example of a bad question in a moment. The way that Voltaire put it, judge a man by his questions rather than his answers. That's a pretty straightforward point there. I mean, I I had no idea he said this until I started doing the research on this. And then Einstein said it this way. If I have an hour to solve a problem and my life depended on it, I would use the first 55 minutes determining the proper question to ask. See, questions are, again, of paramount importance. Be cautious of the wrong questions. The question should be proactive, not reactive. The question should lead to solutions and not just information. If a question ends in just information, then you need to ask a second question that is actionable. So, what you want to do is make sure that your questions lead to actions that will solve whatever problem the answer has exposed. 
Spend 95% of your time on the solution and 5% or less on the problem. Now, if you want to study this, uh, pick up The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Dr. Stephen Covey and go to Habit 1, Be Proactive. Be Proactive. Now, read the whole book if you haven't, but grab your copy if you've already read it. Reread Habit Number 1, and this will make sense. So, let's look at a reactive question. If you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, why am I so fat? That's a reactive question. It's going to give you an answer, but the answer is not actionable. If you look in the mirror and say, why am I so fat? Your brain will answer you. And it's going to say something like this. Because you're lazy, because you overeat, because you don't exercise, because you don't care. <laughs> Are any of those answers going to get you to take action? Probably not. They're just, it's just data. Unactionable data. Information. Here's a proactive question. How can I lose the weight? Your brain will also answer. Only because you used a quality question, you're going to get quality answers. The answers will be something like start exercising, get on a nutritional program, read a book on weight loss, join a weight loss club. Actionable answers. Now, let me make a special note, though. Sometimes you have to ask the reactive, a reactive question. But what you want to do is always follow it with an, once you get the data, the answer to your reactive question, you want to ask an actionable question. Always follow it with an actionable question, such as, here's the kind of harsh, kind of reactive question. How much overweight am I? And you say, well, I'm 50 pounds overweight. Then the next question has to be an actionable one, which we've already gone through. How do I lose the weight? How can I lose the weight? And then that question will give you the actionable answers. So keep that in mind. Sometimes you have to ask the reactive questions because you just need the data. But once you've got the data, the answers, then you ask the actionable question to solve the problem you've exposed. So let's get into these questions. First off, I want to I get asked this all the time. Why the elephant? Why is our logo an elephant walking out of the sun rays? We chose the elephant because we were looking for a mascot that represented family, discipline, strength, courage, and the elephant really does represent that. A bull elephant is one of the only male animals that will literally sacrifice its life to save 
a calf, according to the internet. <laughs> so I hope it's accurate. Um, but the rays, the sunlight rays that are coming out from behind the elephant in our logo, there's eight of them. And what they do is they represent the eight parts of a balanced life, family, romance, fitness, fun and recreation, personal growth, spirituality, career, and wealth. And what we do is we take those sun rays, spread them out till they form a perfect circle. And that's called the wheel of life. The wheel of life. And what you do, if you can imagine, it looks like a wheel with eight spokes. And each spoke points to a part of a balanced life. One point, excuse me, one spoke spoke points to fitness, one spoke points to fun and recreation, and so on and so on. And then there's a scale on each spoke. The center is zero. The outside of the circle is a 10. And what you want to do is rate yourself on the wheel of life. You say, okay, on family, what are you? Are you a, a zero or a 10? You say, well, I got a good relationship with my spouse, but I'm having trouble with one of my kids, so it's probably a seven. Then you go to romance. Is your romance a zero or a 10? And you go, well, my wife and I haven't made love in a month. Well, you're down at one or two. Fitness, zero or 10. I haven't worked out in three years. You're a one or a two. Fun and recreation. Are you taking vacations? Are you taking care of yourself? I haven't been on a vacation in five years. Give yourself a one. See the problem? When you really analyze your life, you start to recognize that you're out of balance. See, to be balanced, you need all eights, all nines, all tens, something like that. Because what you do is you connect those dots. If your family is a seven, and then you connect the dot down to romance as a two, that's not going to come out a circle, is it? It's going to be a weird shape. How well is a weird shape like that going to roll? It's not, because you're out of balance. So, that, that's really hard to explain on the radio. I, I hope that you grasp it. But once you evaluate yourself and you find out you're a five on personal growth, you're a 10 on career, you're working 70 hours a week, um, your wealth is a two, when you connect those dots, it's not a circle. So you're out of balance. So these questions are designed to get you back in balance in 2023. So... Let's start off with some serious quality questions. The first one is something you have to ask every year. Do you have your goals written down? 
do you have your goals written down somewhere? If you don't, you, <laughs> I don't know how to put this, because it all, it, it comes off brutal. Do you realize you're half cocked? One minute. That you're only using half of your brain? See, when you keep your goals in your head, you only use the right side of your brain, the creative side. The left or logical side doesn't really get involved much. So you got 50% brain power. When you write them down, your left or logical side gets involved. Now you have both sides of your brain working to solve the problem or achieve the goal. All right, we'll talk more about this when we come back from the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and we're talking about the first question that you should ask yourself at the end of the year. Do you have your goals written down? This is probably, of all of these, the most important. I can't tell you how many people I know who told me that after they wrote their goals down, all of a sudden, magically, they started achieving them. It's There's nothing magic to it. According to psychiatrists, you are 42% more likely to achieve your goal simply by writing it down. So, what kind of question was that? Do I have my written goals? It's a kind of a reactive question, it's just data. No. So you have to ask the second question. How do I get myself to write down my goals? So here's a couple of answers that may help. One, you can read a book on goal setting. There are a huge number of them on Amazon.com. There's even some of them you can listen to at Audible.com. You could watch our goal setting class. This is a free class. Members, non-members, anybody. If you want to take our goal setting class, I think it ended up being about an hour and 15. You can take it in chunks. Watch 15 minutes one day, 15 minutes, but get it done. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash goal setting totalwealthacademy.com forward slash goal setting now warning um, there is a frank discussion about marriage and sex in there so be prepared for that um, the next question is going to be about a different part of a balanced life the first part that we're discussing is your fitness better or worse than a year ago, better or worse. Now I gotta tell you something, if you did not exercise this year, if you didn't go to the gym, 
you are in worse shape than you were a year ago. It's not a question, not debatable. You don't get better as you get older, you get worse. One more year has passed. Your muscle tissue, some of your muscle tissue is atrophied away. Your heart has gotten weaker. Your lungs have gotten weaker. You're in worse shape than you were a year ago if you didn't exercise. So, again, there's the reactive question. It just gives you data. Then you ask, what am I going to do differently in 2023? What are you going to do about your health and fitness in 2023. Okay, let's go to the next one. Is my romantic relationship blooming or dying? Is my romantic relationship blooming or dying? You know, and I joked earlier about this, you know, some guys, I haven't made love in a month. Your relationship is dying, okay? You're turning into roommates. You're turning into best buds, friends. That's not a romantic relationship. So you have to ask the second actionable question, what can I do to make it bloom? What can I do to make my romantic relationship bloom again? Because remember, in life, there's no coasting. There's no mediocre. You're either blooming or dying. You only coast one way, and that's downhill. That's dying. So ask yourself, what can I do to make it bloom? The next one. Let's talk about charity for a minute. Did I give as much time and money to charity as I wanted in 2022? Did you give as much time and money to charity as you wanted? For most people, the answer is no. Then you ask the proactive question, how will I contribute more in 2023? You could say, I'm going to volunteer at my church more. I'm going to volunteer with the homeless once a month. I'm going to give to a charity that's important to my family, whatever. Next question. What is my total passive or second stream of income? This is another data question. What is your total passive or second stream of income? The proactive question to follow that, how will I increase that in 2023? How will I increase that in 2023? This would be, the answer could be, join a club like Total Wealth Academy. Read two books on building wealth. Start focusing and writing down the goal of having a second stream of income. There's a multitude of ways you could answer this question, but ask it because you need a second stream of income. Everybody does. Next question. Oops, I've got a duplicate slide here. 2022 is over. Am I in a better or worse financial position than one year ago? Am I in a better or worse financial position than one year ago? And what you want to think about is 
Did you get a raise? No. Did you buy a home? A bigger home with a bigger mortgage? Yes. Okay, then you're in a worse financial position because you now got more debt. You could say, I picked up $20,000 in credit card debt in 2022. You're in a worse financial position than a year ago. But be cautious. Some of you may say, no, I'm in the same financial position that I was a year ago. Okay, you're actually in a worse financial position because one year of your earning ability is gone. It's gone. You're in a worse, if you think you're in the same financial position you were in a year ago, you're actually in a worse position. Another year of your earning ability is gone. More debt. Or some of you are at a job you hate. You're still at that job. You wanted to leave a year ago. You didn't take action. You're still at a job you hate. That's a worse position as well. So be cautious. Analyze it with open eyes face reality it's painful but it's better to take the pain now because that pain can be used to get yourself to take action answer this question as hard as the answers may be answer it are you in a better or worse financial position than a year ago then Another reactive question. We'll get to the positive question in a moment. If I keep doing what I'm doing, will I be in a better or worse position at the end of 2023? See, the answer to that one is always the same. If you keep doing what you're doing, you will keep getting what you're getting. Zig Ziglar. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting and nothing more. So, what, here's the proactive question. What financially am I going to do differently in 2023? What are you going to do? Here's some recommended answer. Budget and save more. I know that's not a very exciting answer, but it changes people's lives. Two, I'm going to invest more this year. Three, I'm going to take a course on building wealth. Four, I'm going to get a job that I love. I'm going to be happy. It's okay to be happy. And five, I'm going to make more money. (laughs) I know that seems like a simple little phrase. Easier said than done, as they say. But you have to be thinking that way or it will never happen. It will never happen. You've got to be thinking about ways to make more money. What are you going to do in 2023 differently from 2022 to ensure that when I ask you this question at the end of next year, 
you'll be able to say, yes, I have improved my passive income. I have improved my wealth base. I've improved my net worth. And I'm at a job that I love and I'm happy at. That's what I want for all of you to be able to say when you hear this show a year from now. So, are these the only questions you should ask? No. Remember, there's eight parts of a balanced life. Today, we only hit about four of them. Now, I'm going to film this next week and put it up on the website. And you'll be able to watch this with the graphics. As I was going through this, I was really going, I wish they could see these graphics. Um, So... As you're listening next week, pay attention when I talk about um, this workshop. I'm going to film it probably Tuesday, have it up on the website by Wednesday, and uh, I, I really recommend that you watch it because the graphics themselves are inspirational. So what you want to do is ask similar questions about every part of a balanced life and the other things that bring you happiness and joy. By the way, are you limited to the eight parts of a balanced life that we came up with? No. You might add something, add another spoke. You might say, no, there's nine parts to my balanced life or 10 or 11. Or you could pull one out and say, no, I just want to focus on these seven. But uh, I'll get this to you next week. All right, we got to go to break. This is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. Thanks for listening. There's an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And that is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that is going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars over the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, attend our free sample class at TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we've been talking about questions to ask yourself at the end of the year. And I just want to make sure that you answer these questions honestly. Watch out for being in a state of denial. Every one of us do it. Um, An example would be, during COVID, I quit going to the gym, gained 40 pounds. I remember when I gained the first 20, I was like, oh, I must be gaining muscle. <laughs> it's even embarrassing to say it out loud. It's so stupid. Um, it just, we all do delusional things. You know, a lot of people, you know, they'll be in their mid 40s. They've got, you know, a couple hundred grand in the bank. And they think they're all right. They got plenty of time. Oh, Lord, no, you don't. You've already lost 20 years of your earning ability. Um, You better get off your duff 
and do something about it. Don't be delusional. Life is so brief. It's so brief. And you got to think, how fast did those 40, 45 years go? Fast. Got bad news for you. The next 30 years, 35 years, are going to go by even faster. Take action now. All right, let's, let's go into email. Let me give you my email and open the phone lines. If you've got a question about building wealth for yourself and your family with real estate, or you have a question about my questions that I gave you during the show, um, give me a call at 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, or email me. It's asksteve at Total Wealth. You can just use Steve. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Okay. This first question I'm going to leave anonymous because this is a personal friend of mine. Um, he's got about $2 million bucks sitting in IRAs. And he's over 59 and a half. And he's wondering what to do. Now, this is my opinion. Do I believe this is the only way to do it? No. I do believe, though, it is the best way to do it when you think about legacy. When you think about when you pass, where that money is at when you pass, and how it's delivered to your heir. I believe that as soon as people start turning 59 and a half, they should pull all of their money out of retirement accounts and pay the taxes that you owe and get it into cash. That way, when you do pass, you're not passing on IRAs. Go read the articles on how difficult that is and the crummy position you put your heirs in because you gave them money in an IRA or 401k or whatever. It's really difficult and it's complex. When you leave cash, it's pretty darn simple. Here's a check, bro. <laughs> they got the money and they can go do what they want to with it. The other reason is you need that income to come back to you in retirement, not back to the IRA or 401k. Need that money. So again, I believe that at 59 and a half, you should divide Say you got a million bucks, take a hundred out every year, pay the taxes, 23%. And I think it's 23% on a hundred. You owe them anyway. See, IRAs and 401ks are extremely deceptive because you say, well, I've got $2 million. No, you don't. You have 1.6. No, my, my, my booklet right here says I've got $2 million. Okay, go get it. Well, I can't. Exactly. Because you don't really have $2 million. You have 1.6. A little bit less than that. And you need to face that reality. IRAs and 401ks have a tendency to make people delusional. They think they have more money than they really do. You owe those taxes face it 
And when you do, it becomes very easy to pull the money out because you're not in that delusion that somehow you're going to avoid paying the taxes. You're not. The IRAs are tax deferred, not tax free. Tax deferred, not tax free. You got to pay them. And then if you leave them in the IRA and pass on the IRA or 401k, then your kids have to pay them or your heirs, whoever it is. Just pay them. So my buddy's got $2 million in IRAs and 401s. My recommendation, start taking 100 grand a year, 200 grand a year. Yeah, it's got to be 200 to get it out in 10 years. And get that money passively invested so that the income from it comes directly to you. You know, 20% of 2 million, well, he's only got 1.6. 20% of 1.6, that's gonna be about 300 grand a year coming back to him and he can enjoy that 300 grand a year. Go to Greece, buy that Ferrari he's always wanted, whatever. Get that money coming back to you, not back into a retirement account. But again, is that the only way to do it? No. There are the options, including leaving it in the IRAs, moving it to a 401 trust and investing passively with the 401 trust. I just don't think that's a good idea. Once you're past 59 and a half and that penalty's gone, just pay the taxes you owe. You owe those taxes. Don't be delusional. Just pay them. Get that money back in your control and get that cash flow coming back to you. Okay, phone lines are open 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV. Okay, this is Audrey. Oh, my email is steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Steve at totalwealthacademy.com. She wants to know the website for the goal setting class. It's just totalwealthacademy.com forward slash goal setting. And the free, okay, and you want to know about the free workshop? The free workshop, the free sample class at Total Wealth Academy is at totalwealthacademy.com. So go to totalwealthacademy.com, register for the free sample class, then just add forward slash goal setting and you can watch that it's free comes with a goal setting workbook it's really powerful I gave it uh, at the beginning of the month and we all went out to the um, our office has a really large bar we went out to the bar to have cocktails and I must have had 10 people pat me on the back and say that was the best goal setting workshop they'd ever seen so I really appreciate the people who said that but I think you're going to really enjoy it I try to make it fun. There's a lot of funny moments. Um, it doesn't seem like an hour and a half class. I promise you that. So check that out at TotalWealthAcademy.com forward slash goal setting. Okay, phone lines are open 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV. Or email me anytime. It's Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com Alex is having okay this is from Alex Alex this answer 
may come across harsh, but I want to make sure that you don't take it harshly. You bought this property and planned on doing the rehab out of the cash flow. This is a $40,000 rehab. Did you do the math? You have $500 a month cash flow. $40,000. That's going to take you 80 months to do the rehab out of the cash flow. 80 months. Did you think about that before you bought the property? I guarantee you didn't do the math because you would have known that would never work because at the end of eight years, what will you need? Another rehab. So what's going to happen, Alex, is you're never going to have any positive cash flow because you're spending it on maintenance and you're never going to finish it and you're going to run around telling people real estate doesn't work. That's not true. You did this deal incorrectly. I'm going to email you the steps to do the deal correctly next time. Do not beat yourself up, but you need this information. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a Merry Christmas. Take care. been listening to the GetTotalWealth.com radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decision. To find out about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit GetTotalWealth.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day.